ain't shift work and we here to motivate keeping god first helping you to keep the faith uh, shift work this is what we doing bringing y'all together connecting with pastor susan dropping truth bombs uh, only speaking facts learning from the scripture all in the podcast shifting our thinking and we spreading the word all in his name you know that it's shift work let's go Hey everybody, it's your daily dose of Susie Q. Um, I hope you're not getting tired of me yet. Um, I just have something really short. I know I always say that just real quick. I wanted to tell you something and it's like usually 10 minutes long. That's okay. It's all good stuff. Uh, but I promise I'm going to be really short this time. Um, but before I get started in the scripture I want to share with you today, I had somebody ask me, Hey, so why are you doing all these videos all of a sudden? And um, so I wanted to tell you guys kind of the story of why. Well, at the beginning of this year, I taught a vision board workshop. And during that workshop, um, everyone was setting goals for 2020, along with a word of the year that would kind of help signify their focus, um, and a scripture of the year. Well, my scripture of the year was Exodus 4.12, where God is telling Moses, Moses is very unsure about what God's leading him to do. And and he's like, I don't know. I don't know if I want to do this or not. But God says, look, in, in 412, he says, go, teach, speak. I will give you the words to say, I will teach you how to do this. But go, teach. And so that was um, my scripture of the year because I know I have just a calling on my life um, to spread the word of God and to teach it um, because I love it. And it's definitely a passion of mine. So. You know, I'm sitting here week three, four, five, I don't know, quarantine. And, you know, Holy Spirit was like, hey, you know what? You still got work to do. You know, just because you can't leave your house and you're on lockdown doesn't mean you've got to stop teaching. So what better time than to go out, practice this, allow the, the Lord to speak to me on the scriptures and the topics that he wants me to give, because I promise you, it may not be you but somebody else is getting something out of this. And if just one person can hear and one life can change and one person can come to salvation, that is what it's all about, people. Amen? Amen. So if you don't want to watch my video, that's okay by me. But I just want you to know why I'm doing this because I'm being obedient. High fives? Ooh. Okay, so real quick, that's my catchphrase. Romans 12, 12 is what I'm going to read for you tonight. In the NIV, whatever version's a great version, you know, just get your word out, y'all. Okay, so Romans 12, 12 says, be joyful. Ten words. The whole sentence is ten words. The whole scripture. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, and faithful in prayer. Boom. Mic drop. That's all you need is those ten words. I'm going to read them for you again. We're in Romans 12, 12. Be joyful in hope. Be joyful in hope. Patient in affliction. And faithful in prayer. Sounds easy, right? Okay, let's break it down because you know I love to do that. Be joyful in hope. Man, if we don't have hope, what do we have? Especially right now in the circumstance we're in. We have hope that this is gonna to come to an end, right? You have hope. You might say, nope, I have no hope. So you just don't think this is ever gonna end? You think this is just it? Okay, well, you got to have hope. 
We, we put our hope in the Savior. We put our hope in the Comforter. We put our hope in Jesus Christ. But you've got to have hope. So it says here, be joyful in it. Be excited knowing that, you know what, before long, we're going to be getting to hang out barbecues with our friends again. We're going to be able to gather in church and hug each other's neck. I'm a hugger. You know, have hope. Be joyful in the good that is going to come. But let me also tell you, you can't neglect to be joyful for the hope of what's happening right now. Be joyful in the hope of more people coming to know God, taking Jesus as their Savior, turning to the Word. And not only that, life change happening, new connections, new friendships, new relationships being built. Be joyful in hope. Second part says be patient in affliction. Man, affliction. Be patient. Patient, people. Patience. Patience is a virtue. It is very hard to come by. I myself can be very impatient sometimes, but it says be patient in affliction. When things are coming against you and things just aren't working out right and, and you're torn between, um, uh, I need to stress, but I need to give it to God. Be patient in that. Give it to God. He says, cast all my cares on him. All of them, like everything, every stress, every worry, every concern. He says, cast all that on me and I will sustain you. I will give you just enough patience for today. You know, it also says in the word, hey, don't worry about tomorrow because there's more to worry about tomorrow, right? There's there's enough in today. So be patient in affliction. And then the third point in this super small 10 word scripture is be faithful in prayer. Have you prayed today? Have you prayed twice today? Have you prayed this week? Who have you prayed for? Are you just praying, Lord, make this stop? Well, that's not really a prayer. That's kind of just a a complaint and a whine sometimes, right? You just got to kind of evaluate. What are we saying here? It says, be faithful in prayer. God, I give you glory. God, I give you honor. I give you all respect. I give you all praise for who you are, who you've been, who you're going to be. I still praise you in these days. Gosh, praying is not just is not just asking for the virus to go away. That that's that's not just it's a prayer. But that's not just praying. And you know what? I always tell this to people too, saying is not praying. When you tell somebody who's struggling, I'm going to pray for you, you better pray for them. Don't just say that you're praying. But it says, be faithful in prayer. What does faithful mean? It means constant. It means um, when you're faithful to someone in a relationship, means, hey, you know what? I'm with you to the end. Every day, morning, noon, and night, I am with you. I am faithful. Be faithful in prayer. Every morning, noon, and night. Give God glory. And I just, I wanted to just kind of point this out to you because I I was talking um, with my teenagers in small group last night and I brought to them John 10, 10 that says, the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come that they have life and they have it to the full. So we were discussing the scripture and I really got to thinking how well it really relates to uh, Romans 12, 12. Because the enemy is the thief of joy. 
Look, I even wore my Choose Joy sweatshirt for you guys. Is it backwards? It probably is. Anyway, the thief comes to steal your joy. Have you found yourself sitting around and you're enjoying a TV show or a conversation or a Zoom chat or you're in your Bible? Or for me, you know, it's something I've found that's um, really just calming for me and peaceful and kind of just lets me have my thoughts with God is I love to color. Yes, I know I'm 43 years old, but I can get after a color book, y'all. Give me some matte pencils and some detailed lines. I'm all over it. But I can get lost in that and just talking to God as I'm coloring. But we can find ourselves in these moments of peace and then bam, the enemy comes in and says, oh, but let me just real quick, just just have MB." NBC or CNN post something real quick that you see on your phone to just rob that joy and that calm and that peace from you and just get you all in this in your mind again, right? He comes to steal your joy. He's done, he comes to kill, steal. He, he can take away your hope. I mean, it says here, hope, Hope, be joyful in it. Be joyful in the hope. He will come and try to take your hope. He will try to steal. And that's what a thief does when he comes into your house. He tries to tear things up, put it in all disarray, take from you the things that matter to you and the things that um, that you love and are precious to you. And the enemy does the same thing. So I'm telling you, be joyful in hope. And do you know what joy, when I, when I do this, choose joy, I know it's backwards. Joy, J-O-Y, Jesus, others, and yourself. That is joy. So when you think, well, I don't really know what joy is. For, for me, joy is being out there amongst the people, getting to go out to eat and la-di-da, shopping, whatever. That's great. But true joy comes from Jesus. And it's Jesus, others, and yourself. If you put Jesus first, everything else falls into place. That's all I got to say about that one. But Jesus first. And then comes others. What can you do for other people right now? Who can you call and just... Give some love, spread some joy. Somebody you haven't talked to in a long time. You know, I had somebody reach out to me through Facebook this week. It's somebody that used to work with me like 10 years ago. I don't know. But it was such a blessing to hear from this person. And it was all because of one of these videos. And you know what? You never know who you can touch and who you can be the joy bringer to. By just a quick text, just a quick phone call. These are things that you can do right now. It'll bring you joy yourself. So Jesus, put him at the center, and then O for others, and then you yourself. You know what? We put ourselves last. We put ourselves last because you know what? Jesus and reaching out to others is going to be all the joy we need to make us happy and make us fulfilled. So I just want to just remind you one more time, okay? Romans 12, 12. Be joyful in hope. Have a hope. If you don't feel like you have any hope, man, get into God's word. He will reveal things to you that you've never seen, experienced, heard, or known before. Second, be patient in affliction. There's a lot going on right now, but we got to be patient on God. We got to know that he's a deliverer. We got to know that he's got our best interests at heart and that we will come through this victorious. We will be coming through this stronger and better and more connected with better relationships and, and tighter loving families and dads that know their kids better and that moms that know how to do new math. That was a joke. 
I'm just glad I ain't having to homeschool somebody. I'll just say it. But lastly, be faithful in prayer. Give God your heart. Give him your words. He wants to hear from you. He already knows what you're struggling with, but he wants us to say it. He wants us to say it out loud. So I love you guys. Don't let the enemy come and steal your joy. Don't let it happen. Lock, lock the door to your heart. Lock the door to your mind. Just like you lock the door to your house when you go to bed. Don't let him in. I love you guys. I hope this helped you out. And if it did, can you just leave me a comment? Just let me know what you got out of these videos. Because I just, if one person, if just one person, share it. Let other people see. Somebody needs to know that they need to have hope right now. All right. I love you guys. Mwah!